going on here in this country. It's absolutely pathetic. I can't say the N-word, but you can get on YouTube and watch any black man's rap video, and they're calling each other the N-word. What the hell is this discrimination? I'm white, I can't say the N-word, and they can't, 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 can't. I don't smoke weed or cess. There's no smoke weed gets brain damage. Brain damage on the mic don't manage nothing. Express yourself, NWA. Well, I can tell uh, you, like I just said. Drake, and then man, oh, I'm going to it. So what the fuck are we talking about? Drake goes by different rules. Um, yeah, oh, I got this terrible joke. You ready hold for Hold on, it? wait, wait, wait. Before, before you give me a joke. Episode 50, oh no, 47. 47. 47. <laughs> Shout out to John Lynch. Um, episode 47. Yeah. Block me back, pound sign. Yeah. Don't forget the pound guess. sign. Uh, Bento, what the fuck you calling yourself these days? Bento Van Gogh. Well, you like it. going to change. No, it's like going to change. I like it. Yeah. Um, Future variety coming soon. Um, yeah. Uh, we want to talk producer talk, so we brought him on. But but first, we haven't had a guest, but go ahead. I, I, I hand it over. So I, I had a, a terrible. I was like, I was in, I was working the other day. And uh, I had this idea. And I was like, man, this would be really good for TikTok. And I remember that I'm too old for that to be making a fucking video on TikTok. And I don't have kids, so it's even weirder. Mm. So then I just had to keep it inside. <laughs> but I have to get this joke off now. Okay. So it was, uh, you remember uh, Jim Jones? The rapper? We Stay High? Yeah. Oh, of yeah. So, you know, it's, you know, we stay fly, no lie, you know, we born All right. Yeah. So, I have a joke for the current times. Okay. Stay inside, or we might die. <coughs> Nigga, you know it's COVID. Hey, it would work. That would, it would have been a perfect TikTok. So, if just, anybody that's listening that does TikTok, I give you free permission. Steal it. Go, just go, give it to fans. Carmelo Anthony's son. He did He did one the other day. Fuck yeah. Yeah, give it to Kayan, man. Yeah, no, I was proud of myself for that. Yeah. Yeah. That we fly, that we fly high beats, pretty fucking nasty. First yeah, yeah. time too. Yeah, um, my, I, I remember it. I knew that song was great, but my stepdad loved that song, and he usually is like, he ain't really trying to listen to shit I'm listening to. I think I was like in seventh grade, and he was like, "No, nah, I like that." I think this might be a uh, like a split on all of this. You know the uh, job ja Rule, Fat Joe, Jada Kiss song, New York. I got yes. hundred girls, hundred girls. I fuck. No, it's a good beat. I love that. Who beat. didn't like the beat? Some people didn't I mean, like people it. Don't like, people like it. was great. Yeah, people hate production from that era. People, people hate Scott Storch. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> I hate Scott. No, I don't hate Scott Storch. Okay. Shout out to Philadelphia. Okay, so you you brought it right into it. I appreciate it. I didn't even have to bring it to it. Yeah, um, bitch. That's called a fucking transition. I, don't um, forget Manny Fresh. So oh, yeah. so it was it was a it was a it was a you know we were talking about people being creative over the weekend or not over the weekend. We talked about that last episode, people being creative. But over the weekend, they was being creative. We were doing some producer battles. And uh, one of them was Manny and Scott Storch. And it caused quite the frenzy. Yeah. Hey, by the way, I just want to say, I don't want any more beat battles if they're not regional. Like so, like keep it to the region, like yeah. Like I want like Mike Will made it versus Metro, like that. I want that. I don't want like it's it's hard super dated shit. Like if you if you don't fuck with the South, you're not gonna fuck with Manny Fresh. Like you're not gonna fuck with. And if you don't fuck with like 2000s New York, you're not gonna fuck with Scott Storch. So Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like if you divide on it, you you went into that knowing who you wanted to win. Yeah. What were you about to say, Vito? Um. You can't really like compare two different of styles. It's it's you know what I mean. Like you can't compare R and B to hip hop. I it's think that's hard. I think that's a part of it too. Because regionally, it makes it easier. Because a lot of times, like I know people wanted to see Pharrell and Timberland, which kind of makes sense. Because not only are they both from from Virginia, but they also are very experimental with the beats. And they also go back like over twenty years. You know, what I'm saying, so, and they can. So you gonna get some real like deep cuts. Oh, they can go forty records in, fifty records in if they'd yeah. like. Um, also, so like, and I give the edge to Timbo because I prefer Timbo. That's hard for me, bro, because that's like my two I favorite producers. Timbo, I don't, I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's hot. I think I think I mean it's a flip of a coin. I mean, it, bro, Timbo's shit was just so futuristic, and then Pharrell was like kind of from more like the past. 
At least in this it, decade, it is, you know, it, like, it don't take, don't get it wrong. It's how it's the same way I view Jordan and, and uh, LeBron, like neck and neck. Whoever you want to call one and two, that's cool. But yeah, like, I'm not gonna argue. I'm gonna go Timbo just because I. I don't know, man. Early, I think Timbo's. That, that I think shit I think Timbo's more hip hop. Like, yeah, I think Timbo's way more hip hop for and me. Just that, like the experimenting on the drums and just being able to like reinvent himself, doing doing a whole Michael the Michael Jackson. Uh, Flip album, the album flip he did. Okay, incredible. For to me, I love it. I love hearing Mike on some like some throwaway Mike records with tempo production. Yeah, he's um, he's, he's out. Versatile. He, he, yeah, he uh, and, and and to be you know as well as Pharrell being. I, I'm on the fence about it. I mean, I prefer Timberland more. Like that's my preference. I'm more of a hip hop guy, so I think I'm gonna like it. I think people that's more Cuddy fans probably gonna fuck with Pharrell more, because Pharrell's gonna give you he's gonna give you some different shit. Like like Timberland ain't got a happy. I'm probably. I mean, he did make a song out of a baby crying, so. But it's it's hip hop. (laughs) It's still hip hop. There's a little baby laughing in the background on uh, "My Love" with Justin Timberlake. Also, there's a baby laughing on. um, What's the song he got with fucking Foxy Brown? It's so out. Paper Chase. Paper Chase. He's got somebody. He's got like some giggling on the background of Paper Chase too. With those two, I'm probably leaning more towards Pharrell. Brand. He had like even with his style and just even outside the beats, bro. That and just. uh, So let me ask you guys a. Oh, go go ahead. My bad. My bad. No, I really was about to blank on that one. (laughs) So I saved you. So let me ask you a question. Uh, What do you think? Or what do y'all feel about co-production? Because I've seen, I was, I've, I've been seeing people I know that don't really know music that well, and I've seen people that do know music that well, and they've leaned either way. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna let my dog get some time to articulate a thought because he got, I know he's gonna have something a little different. But my thing is, is on co-production, like it's one thing if you go half and half on a beat. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, you lay down the melody, I lay down the drum. Yeah. But if you're playing, like, the fucking clarinet with there's 16 other instruments, bro, fuck out of here. You yeah. Don't play that shit at a beat battle, bro. This is not your shit. Mm-hmm. You, you, you're you a guest appearance, bro. You, you weren't the star of the sitcom. You had a fucking one episode slot. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know you're not the fucking star of this. So now don't let me bring ask you, that shit. So let me ask you, what if that one part is very essential? Like, does right, it change so, it for you? So, like, if the, it's gotta be some shit that, like, without that, it it doesn't work. Like, because think about this. I'll get. I'll get like, it. still Dre. He played the, the doom, doom, yeah. Doom, doom. Like that's him. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Like that. Without that, I don't think the beat works. So let me ask you a question because I was gonna give you an example. So like, what what <laughs> what the rumor was is that a uh, future wrote, um. Drunk in Love, but he didn't exactly write the words to it, but he definitely wrote the melody of it, the way Beyonce's singing. And that melody, her rhythm, is the biggest part of that song. It's the part that everyone, if you don't know the words, you you can hum how she sings it. But he, right. didn't, but he didn't write one word that was used. I mean... In the sense of like, if she's the writer of it, well, she didn't write it. It was, you know what I'm saying, but she's the performer. Yeah, it, so. it was. Uh, what's his name? And, and it's a Detail. little different. It's a little different for singing. Yeah, because you know a lot of a lot of Motown hits were wrote by uh, written by uh, Otis Redding. Yeah, but he didn't really get the credit for it. Like R E S P C E C T is a is a Otis song that was given away. But you know see, what, well, what do you think about melody versus lyrics? Cause those go, I feel like you can write melodies and not have good words, but you can't ignore that I gave you the sauce. Versus the words with that. Bro, okay, oh, okay. Um, the Cardi B song that yeah. she took with the Bodak Kodak flow. Yeah, Kodak. I mean, everybody knows that was Kodak. The but whole like, flow. He, the whole. He didn't flow. get no money for it though. No, did no, he? No, he did. He did. He went back and he's a writer really? on that song. He's actually yeah. a writer on. They actually gave him writing credit on that record. Yeah. As as the I mean, it happens. And she named it Bodak Yellow. Yeah. And then Kodak jumped on the remix, and then she jumped on the remix of the remix. 
So it was you like, just helping each other out, bro. Yeah, you get into the I bag. Fuck you, like, I fuck with his flow and I'm gonna use it. And then Kodak was like, "That's cool." And they, they, he got paid. So, so that's how you do business. So in a battle, would Kodak be exempt from playing that record, mm-hmm. even though he didn't write one word? But the it's sauce, but the sauce it's is his. his. Flow. It's his flow. It's his flow. It wouldn't There's really be song, out of place. The, it would. If it's his, like it's named Kodak Bodak, like. It's named in a, a reference to him. You mm-hmm. bitch, you, if you know what the fuck this came from, you know yeah. this is my sauce. Like, I created this. She paid homage to me. The thing that blew her career up was me. Like, my flow. She would have probably blew up without this flow, but fuck hypotheticals. She did blow up my, th- my flow. It's... it's but see, and, and see, that's... And, and he got writing credit. And I think that's where my argument is when it comes to... Uh, co uh, co production because I know a lot of times people are brought in towards the end of the of the process and sometimes people aren't even really pushing any buttons and you know that's a whole another conversation about programmers versus producers versus beat makers but like a lot of the shit Kanye did like for example like can't tell me nothing this is DJ Toomp's production I love you too but. Kanye, the beat was actually for Jeezy. It's a whole. It's it's an actual song. Yeah, they yeah. I get money by Ti. It's 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 him. The drums are the same drums. He put it over a sample, so he took Toomp's production really, put it over another sample, and left Jeezy's ad libs because he asked Jeezy, "Hey, can I have these ad libs?" And Jesus is like, fuck it, whatever, I don't care. So he took production from Toon, put a sample around it, and then they don't, no one's gonna know, know that that's Toon's production. The only reason I know is he's got that ride on the one, two, three, and four. That's Toon's shit. But is Kanye out of the realm for playing that? No. And so that's where it's for me. It's like I don't think so. Because all right, look, if if you, you're credited on it, then if fuck I it. I use a pre. Uh, pre-programmed drum loop and then I play a melody around it did I make a beat? Well, I don't even know if that's a proof I think he just snatched the record no I'm saying he took the drums he took the program yeah but yeah but he took Jeezy's ad-libs too this nigga got stems or something yeah that's what I'm saying he took the stems and the beat he didn't take the verses if you take he didn't take the melody he just took the drums taking the stems so he took, he's crazy. like I like what you're doing I like this and I'm supposed to be on the remix fuck that I'm taking this and I'm doing my See, thing. See, taking the stems to me is look feels different than sampling. Did Toon did Toon get credited? That's all I want to know. If, 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 I mean, I the took the day? stems from like a Pat Benatar song once. Theoretically, and that, was, that beat came out fire. Theoretically, and I and, uh, never gonna say that, but theoretically, <laughs> he did get the the credit. But publicly, do people know Toon did it? No. That's the part that sucks. Yeah. I wish stems was a bigger thing, man. It's, sometimes it's hard to sample a beat when it's got like some ugly ass drums over top of it or something. Or, I like that stems. Or vice versa. I like that stems aren't a thing just because it would make it too easy. True. I think it yeah. would make it I think it would make it too easy. I wish it was just on certain and I wish it was easier so so I could take the fucking Of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. For us. Fuck yeah. them drums. Because I hate that, like, hi-hats <laughs> sit right where the fucking vocals are. Or any, like, of the percussion <laughs> instruments. Are, like, so if so you try close. to filter it out, you're filtering out. <laughs> yeah, I'm, foc- I'm filtering out the fucking, like, center. So it's just kind of ruining you can't the not You can't put a band pass on it because now it sounds like you're playing it through a fucking, some AirPods. <laughs> and you can't put a, a low-pass filter on it because now it's going to sound like you're muffling your mouth over yeah, it. Yeah, I fucking hate it. That and, and off-tempo snares. I hate samples with off-tempo snares. Jesus fucking But see, this Christ. is what I will say. Oh with the my sampling, God. It, it, it forces us to get creative. And it's, like, it I sucks, but you you found some ways to finesse that sample, and you were like, I can't believe I got these to come on the two and the four. What the fuck did I just do? Yeah, no, hey, shout out to when when the sample just won't fit, but you throw like a crazy draw, like kick at the very end, so it, it just overlaps <laughs> the the fuck up in the sample. You never gonna hear that fuck up. The crazy you ain't never gonna hear this. The sample crazy thing is, if you put enough drums on it, you won't even hear that shit. Yeah, hey, shout out to Dre Da Vinci, uh, Sunshine, and I'm gonna send you the file for that. Um, yeah, that no, that sample is like 
ever so slightly off. And I couldn't get that bitch. But I threw some bongos on it. <laughs> bro, you don't even notice that it's off fucking tempo. Hey, when they rap on it, it ain't gonna make a difference. Who cares? It just but when them drums aren't on, oh boy, that sample is bad. It just is annoying when it doesn't land on the two and the four, because you're like, bro, I know this is not right. I wanna drink, but I don't wanna drink Fuck it. But um but you know, people were they were not Me happy. This bitch. They weren't happy with the Manny shit and people were Man, people were killing me Saying I don't appreciate the South Because first I shitted on J Electronica Now I'm shitting on Manny If only you niggas knew How much I love beignets And fucking uh, Grenades I love New Orleans I know it don't sound like it But it's I will live there I'll buy a crib there But I I know you he want the, the yeah the soda. I want a ginger ale, bro. Give me some of that ginger <laughs> ale. Go get some ginger ale. Bro. I don't want to steal. That bitch is empty. Go get it. Uh, all right. You put it down. Fuck Bobby. <laughs> Damn. I'll but, be right um, back. But um nah uh fucking Manny Fresh people was killing me because I was calling him regional. And I, what what's it, what's wrong with that? So what's wrong with I think, regional? I think people took regional as I was like trying to downplay him. And what I was, all I was saying was that Manny Fresh means something different to us in the South than what he means to them in New Orleans. Yeah, in the scope of hip hop history, it means a whole lot. But um, in the scope of goddamn New York and everybody else that listen to goddamn, they don't give a fuck. They don't care. And I was just asking things. If you guys are mad at me and my Manny take. Why is it that Manny Fresh is always underrated underrated, or slept on or overlooked? You think it has to do with skill? Because I'm not going to say that because he's great. If, if, if you're going to find a producer in the history of the South that encompassed the bounce of New Orleans, it's Manny fucking Fresh. Of course. So, so what, like, he, what he means to us is... It's saying that he's regional... That's not a disrespect. That just means that he is New Orleans, bro. Like, that's Louisiana, bitch. Like, what the a, fuck are you talking about? A nigga told me that I said, <laughs> I said, nobody, <laughs> I said, nobody cared about cash money on a global scale outside of Wayne. This nigga went down and said, Juvenile had commercial success. Which How many songs? Slow motion. That's it. Um, he said that BG was huge, and I was like, "And it, 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 no, it, it, no, no, slow wasn't. motion got somebody else on that fucking song." Regardless of where oh, it went, Slim was on that bitch. Regardless no. of where it went, it's it's not. I mean, in the top one hundred, top one hundred, what you think it really charted at? Yeah. If you know what I'm saying, like we gonna say it? Did it? You think they played it on ninety three three? Because that's always what let me know if niggas got big. Was they playing that on 93.3? No. They wasn't playing it on 90... What about BG? No. Uh, hell no. BG was big in the <laughs> South. You know what I'm saying? And then he said no. Turk... And he said Turk went to jail. And he's like, but they doing shows all over the world. And I was like, Talib and Most Def are doing shows all over the world. And he's like, they're not... They're not commercial? I'm like, bro, ask them if they're commercial. Just because they sold a bunch of records doesn't mean they was trying to go Bitch, for that. I was right. Soldier Slim on goddamn slow motion. My bad, my bad. Whatever. What are you talking about? Did, check, I don't check, think it check when it charted. says feature on uh, on iTunes. Check when it chart what it charted at. Where's the wiki at? Yeah. It could. If I had to guess, it had to been like this. Nothing higher than fifty. Probably seventy. Manny Fresh got a lot of influence too, man. Like oh, no, nowadays, like I feel like gangster rap took a. Took it, took it, kind of took rap back. Him and, and three six, and like it peaked at number one. It went number one, top one hundred. Damn, yeah. Slow motion. US, U.S. R&B, it went number two, and U.S. rap, it went number one. No, no, no. I'm not talking about rap. That's a nigga chart. I'm talking about the top one hundred. Mm. Where they go on the top one hundred? If it's rap chart, is different than the top one hundred chart. I need to know the Billboard Hot one hundred. Yeah. It went number one. Really? He has a oh, number four. one record. 04. I apologize. Let me put some respect on 
Juvenile. Juvenile's name. I didn't think it went number one. It must have been a slow year for music because <laughs> slow motion. Because slow motion was a great record, but nah, it wasn't. Oh four. That's yeah. That's oh four. Is like yeah. White people love yeah. Yeah. White people love yeah. That's either oh three or oh four. Is yeah. yeah. Well, confessions is definitely oh four. So yeah. 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 Yeah's on there. That's um, crazy. Wow. Oh four uh, is a motherfucking does it, does it, uh uh, Goddamn! Uh, registration? No. Through the, uh, through the through, wire, yeah, and motherfucking all say. falls down. Does a number one record guarantee you crossover appeal? No, no. Of course not. No. He's, he's still a nigga from the world. Because where Juvenile is now, man. Yeah, you just still... couldn't deny that that song was a bop. No, it was great. It was amazing. It was, it was good for strip club too. Uh, Nothing I want to see more than seeing strippers dance to fucking slow motion. They might get the check. Fuck you, COVID! I used to say fuck Kobe, now it's fuck Kobe. Wait, <laughs> wait until this shit is up. I gotta spend a couple, honey, in there. What, that <sighs> check? I gotta, I got to. Oh, 1200 Bro, I'm buying. I, got, I gotta do responsible yeah. shit. I gotta pay, yeah, bro, I gotta pay that. Yeah, I'm more towards I gotta pay that off. Do you know what I'm gonna buy with it? Do you know? Uh, I gotta, I do gotta flex, that break, though. I gotta get something. I gotta get uh, something for myself. Fuck the police. Fuck you. <laughs> Suck my dick. That that motherfucking stove going on low, bitch. Fuck you talking about. Yeah. Slow stir. I even got the microwave ready to fuck up. They actually what you talking the about. Is, they, okay. But the thing is, bro, is like <laughs> when we get those checks, are we gonna be able to spend it on any stores? They're gonna be closed still. Yeah, me and me and Joe talked a, a lot about this last week. Oh, really? My bad. Need to catch up that. on the fucking podcast over here. <laughs> yeah, the, they, the, the the money going straight in the streets. Who got that? Uh, talking about who got that? My bad. Who I'm got that buy, Pacquiao? I'm about to buy me a small tiger with a little learning disability. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Shout out to the Tiger it's cheap King. On the low, yeah. I, I watched some it's of that. It's only like two bands. You can see the shit like that, but I want to buy a motherfucking Tiger. Uh, so I was going to say something about uh, production. Yeah, yeah. So you haven't seen oh, the Tiger King. No. Uh huh. You, you need to watch that. I need to. I like watching uh, white people be dysfunctional. Anyway, very <laughs> dysfunctional. Um, it's so bad. Oh, it's just, I haven't finished. And, it gets and, wilder and, and, and wilder. before you get back to what you're saying, this is what I'll tell you. Who you think is the protagonist? Whoever you decide is not a protagonist. Literally, no, I've si- seen all of it, so I'm gonna go in this. With, you're sitting, with you're literally watching it, and you're like, "This I shit." See, I want to see crackers down on their luck. This shit can't get no worse, and then it gets worse, and then they <laughs> run it. Like every single person is a fucking nut on this show. Not one person is not stupid on it. It's ridiculous. Doc Antle. <laughs> all sick. I know is I know is the motherfuckers. A bitch said, uh, "I seen the quote was uh, I went down Nebraska." To clear my head, and even I'm not from Tampa. But I was like, "The fuck!" Like, I can tell you, I can tell you this: Nebraska. If you a white woman, no, I'm sorry. If you're a woman in general, and it's I don't know, the street lights are on. There's no reason for you to be walking on Nebraska. Not one reason, bro. You're you're at, honestly, if you're a nigga, and and it, the street lights are on. There's no reason for it. It's it's sketchy, bro. Like unless you out there looking for trouble, man. And she was at one of the sketchiest parts over there by fucking three coins. Ain't no reason to be down that bitch. Hell no. Nah. Doc Antle, sick. Carol Baskins, sick. Jeffrey Lowe, sick. Uh, the Tiger King cuz, sick. sick. The niggas that he worked with, sick. sick Everybody is <laughs> so a bad. bitch. It's the only thing I spoil. A bitch yeah. lost her arm for fucking with a tiger, bro. No, I gotta tell. I gotta she, spoil too. She bro. fucked her. She lost her arm, bro, and went back to work in five days, bro. God damn! I broke my ankle so bad a month, two months ago. Bitch, I almost went to the hospital. Like I almost called out. That fucking main guy, sciatic? the that? main, the main guy uh, with the mo- with the mullet. Yeah, he's gay, right? And he marries these two guys. Straight. They both get married. One of the dudes fucking shoots himself as a joke. Like he thought there was no bullet in it, and he's just like, "Hoo hoo," shoots himself. And that's when the pretty much the st- the show just starts spiraling, right, so bro. When we record this song tonight, because it's gonna be more fucking productive and do some good shit, we're gonna watch this, bro. It's, I really am in the mood to see something. No, no, no. It's, it's, it's seven parts, so it's going to take a little bit of time. <laughs> oh, I need to order food. Yeah. Soon. Hey, if you can, man, I'm going to tell you, Chinese food spots be doing a 20 wings for like 
13, 14 bucks. I'm not. I'm going to go home. He got a wife. Well, not just that, but these these cops is out and everything. But nah, if you do. Fuck 12. Oh, and Uber's uh, free right now. Hey, shout out to Dre Da Vinci. We're going to have to have him back on soon. What did did he do? (laughs) Yeah. He was drinking some good tequila. He was drinking some good tequila. He drinks. He always drinks good tequila. So shout out to you for drinking good tequila. Man, my dog Dre. Uh, years ago, he was at a house party, and mm-hmm. the police was out there. Uh, they was either supposedly out there. The the uh, house throw party thought was being a you know weird. I'm saying the police was there trying to calm down the fight. And this nigga was on top of a couch, drunk as fuck, screaming, fuck 12, fuck 12, fuck 12, fuck 12. And we're like, Dre, calm down. And this nigga's so fucked up. He's just, fuck 12, fuck 12. And it's one of the memories that I hope when I'm 80 years old yeah. on my way out this bitch that I never forget that night. Because that shit yeah. makes me laugh every fucking time. It You're was gonna, also the night I was trying to fight them three motherfucking Bosnians. You're going to be on the couch at the retirement home just yelling, fuck 12. Nah, I'm gonna be on my retire. I'm gonna be on my deathbed, and I'm gonna look at my kids, and I'm gonna tell them to come in, and then I'm gonna tell them the Warriors blew a three one finals lead. No one's gonna laugh, and I'm gonna just <laughs> right out this bitch with their curries on. They're gonna yeah. be wearing curries. <laughs> they all wearing curries. I'm like, you will fuck you, you little bastards. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna show you a real shoe. Back in my day, no these, these LeBrons that came out in 2012 were 350 dollars. <laughs> bitch, you weren't there. I was there. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, production. Yeah, pro- <laughs> what production. about production? Our candy bro. shop fucking stinks, and I and I'm with Dragon okay. Jones. Okay, he wants to talk about candy bro, shop. Bro, candy shop fucking <laughs> sucks. It fucking. Bro, the song this going infernal. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I never hold. really liked Fifty Cent like that. Now, here's yeah, the thing. But here's the, the massacre is good. The massacre single stink. So you remember? So to go along with my it's trend, we to go along with my trend. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm a big shoot 'em up bang bang guy. Yeah. This nigga was 50, selling bricks while I was trying to lick him with clips. Fifty Cent was my favorite rapper at that time. Yeah. So he literally could do no wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I didn't particularly like Candy Shop then. Um the beat's not bad. The record is horrible. What's that other one? Uh you know, I just think- a little bit. I didn't like that one yeah. at all. That's Disco like Inferno. The same kind no, of, no, that's Disco Inferno. No, bro, just Disco Inferno is its no, own song. No, Just a Little Bit is a different song. Oh, that's the little, like, flutey joint. Oh, I can't remember Disco Inferno. Nah, Disco Inferno hard. What was and that one? Fought that. Now, if you get a chance, watch that, the video of it. That's a sample, one? right? I, what, you Disco Inferno? What? Yeah. I don't think so. Uh, it's just, I can't it's, remember. I remember the name, and I remember I liked it, I think. Hey, Siri. Play Disco Inferno by 50 Cent. Bitch. Play Disco Inferno by 50 Cent. We in that 2020 right now. Why did he name this Disco Inferno? Because he says it in, in a bar. He says he says it towards the end of the song. You know what? You know what my... All right. You know what my absolute favorite 50 Cent song is? And this is I'm going to give you mine after. after. What's that? Rider music. That's my favorite one. That's my what, favorite one. Too? That's my favorite 50 Cent song. My favorite I don't music. think it's I remember that one, so but good. I fuck with uh, Hustler's Ambition. That's a good one. From the soundtrack. Rider music has one of my favorite lines in hip-hop history. I read somewhere, I'm homophobic shit. Go through the hood. It's mad niggas on my dick. And I was like, ah, that's a little homophobic. <laughs> I gotta listen to it. Yeah, Here it's, we one go. Of, it's one of my favorite records. It's a great record. Obviously, I'll insert this in it so you guys can hear it. But um, nah, I love um. It's a good, it's a good song. That is my favorite. My brother, yo, shout out to my. Ski Mask Way is another good one that I like on that album. Oh, shout out to my big brother though. Shout out to uh, James Atlas. Um, man, when he came down here in '03. I was about to say your brother. I was say that's not that's not the one you wanted to fight. <laughs> no, that is my that's big your cousin, brother, right? No, James Atlas. No, you're when you want to fight your cousin, right? I know James. When James uh, gives off a fucking pro-government, whatever is going on now, tweet, I just want to fucking DDT him through the fucking floorboard of a Honda Civic. But I love him to death, you know what I'm saying? So, like, 
you know, and, and, and he's he's not dumb, you know what I'm saying? He he's smart with it. So like I understand where he's coming from, but like other people, I don't understand where you're coming from with that Trump shit. And then, even then my, my brother's not on that Trump shit, but he's like some of the shit's good. You know what I'm saying? Just we're, kinda moderate. We're a weirdo libertarian ass nigga, you know what Ooh, I'm saying? Ooh, that's why you hate libertarian. Yeah, yeah, because my own brother's one. Which reminds me. Fuckity fuck niggas. Which up? reminds me, Vento's favorite part of the lion, the, the lion King. The Lion King. What? The Tiger King. Oh. Um, when the guy shoots himself. That's not my favorite part. I was oh, like, no. damn, that shit's crazy, bro. Like, <laughs> the part where the guy shoots he himself. Did. Joe enjoys suicide also. The guy's so, watching yeah. it. The guy who's watching it is a libertarian. Damn. Right back around. Yeah, bro, he was like, just... Real struck weirdos. He was just like What? Like, Cause it's like Video footage just, Of yeah. him looking it's at looking, it. It's looking and he's at like, him But you don't see The guy shoot himself And he's like I, He's always playing jokes I thought it was a, a game It was a Yeah And he's like He saw see blood everywhere And he's like It's not like the it's movies like god damn He's like It's not like the movies And I was like Oh Imagine <sighs> sit, Like sitting in a room With a nigga like this close And he just Yeah yeah Bow a kid in high school Remember the kid when he was like freshman year? He was playing with a gun. They was playing Russian roulette. And he that let sounds one familiar. Off and it blew his fucking brains out. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that was our freshman year. Bro, a lot of kids died during our school Ooh. time, bro. A lot of kids. Um, Let's uh, not get on that topic. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> niggas be dying. Oh, shout out to Jesus. Dark Jesus. Yeah. Niggas, right. niggas be dying. Those people, I guess. Niggas yeah, be dying, man. Fuck. Um, what was we talking about fifth. just before? Fifth. Shit. We were just bouncing from topics. Yeah, to topic. I had a thought. I had a thought to get out. I lost that bitch. It might come back to me. You talking about your brother, libertarian? Oh, so anyway, yeah. No, my brother wants to come on. Um, on the podcast? Yeah, he wants to come on. Okay, he listens. That's he listens. Is he coming down? Uh, at some point, yeah. Shout out to James Atlas. Yeah, I know that's where it started. Yeah, right. the Rona. I had a thought for this motherfucker, but I just it's it's lost on me. I was giving the backstory on him and it just it's lost on the me. The royal got you, man. The royal got me. The, the weed got, got you. shout out to the frosted fla- uh, uh frosted flowers. Oh, that's what that is? I thought that was like a snack. Like Nah, bitch nah. that's weed. Okay. It's very lemony. I get it, frosted flakes, okay. Yeah, lemony yeah. bitch. We smoking. <laughs> yeah. What's about? Yeah, the lime joint. I'm trying to smoke. I, I knew it was hitting when he right, That's what we're gonna name our song. I'm trying to smoke. I'm trying to smoke. <laughs> I'm trying to smoke. Like some Gucci shit, about? bro. Gucci man. I knew that shit was was hitting when I, it was making me cough. I'm like, God I, damn, I, 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 I don't even smoke. <laughs> and this got me uh, choked up. Nah, but um, the only bad record, ironically, on the um. On the oh, fifth shit. I don't remember where I was going with that shit now. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> the only bad record on the fifth shit, and you'll love this. Hold your thought because you're gonna Please get don't on, forget you're gonna, it. You're gonna go on a rant. Is Gatman and Robin, man. That's a bad song. It's Isn't a that the Eminem song? song? The Eminem song. <laughs> oh, yeah. Eminem beat. Fuck that song. You over there. The Eminem beat. The Eminem don't go on the rant. What do we It is trash. <laughs> nah, bro. So my brother, when he came down in 03, because obviously we're, he's my half brother, but obviously it's my brother. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shit's corny. So mm-hmm. he came down in 03 and he was a huge G Unit fan. Like that's how I was introduced to New, New York rap. Yeah. That was how I was introduced. Not, and I'm not talking Nas and Big. I'm talking like straight to fifth. Like I had no idea about Fat Joe. I didn't know about anything about Ja Rule. I didn't know shit until '03. Had no fucking clue about New York rap because I'm from the fucking South. My family's in Philadelphia, but Philadelphia is not a popping ass rap scene, bro. They got the roots at that time in like Beanie, Beanie Siegel, Siegel, which was attached to Jay Z, and I knew who the fuck Jay Z was, so that, that's easy, bro. Like you know what I'm saying? So like, fit my introduction to Fifty Cent was through my brother, and. I had to get the thought out. Excuse My me. favorite G Unit song is "How to Stunt." It's a great song. Great that video. Beat great is so fucking good. Great video. Great song. Brandy's in the video. I'm shining. I'm shining, man. I teach how to stunt. Fifth is always gonna be good at good money in my eyes because he really gave them niggas everything. Also, do you do you agree that he obviously he didn't have as many verses as game or like as long verses? Put on uh Hate It or Love It. That first I don't give a fuck how hard game goes over the end. Fifth killed that first verse. Oh yeah. That's probably could be his best I mean, I didn't listen to a lot of late fifty, but I know fifty was rapping. But that may be a top five fifty verse. 
Her, I'm sorry. Top, did I say top five? Yeah. Ooh. I thought top I said top, I I said 50. top 50. Top 5 50 verse. Um, now, that was a great verse. He he's rap. By the way, he's yeah. rapping his ass off a on a Griselda song too. Night. Woke in this morning, niggas just stole my bike. I could relate to that shit. I got my fucking bike stolen. When I was a kid. I like fuck yeah, this song. I was wearing do rags under the fitted at that time. So yeah, it was crazy. It's a wild shit. world. Niggas was wearing do rags under the fitted. <laughs> Bro, I wasn't even listening to rap at all when all that shit was happening. In 03? Oh, no, I don't yeah. think you and I have ever talked about this, bro. You know, I took a hiatus from rap for like two years straight. I ain't listen to anything. What year was this? 04 to 06. I didn't listen. So like, like uh, fucking like the most of the, like the uh, Jim Jones was one. But see, I feel like you've listened to more music in general than I have. Because when I find something, I stick to it. Yeah, but you taking two whole years off—that was like when I was really getting to my music exploration. See, this is the thing: is at the time I—I'm not a fan. I'm not a huge fan of the snap era. Nah. I, I like, I like. That's pretty much when I started listening to music. I, didn't, I wasn't a nah. fan of like, and, and I respect Fabo. Like, shout out to Fabo. You like your God, bro. See, bro. 04, I was in. Like when, like seventh grade, when it was like, uh, yeah. what, uh, lean with it, rock with it, lean with it. Rock with I was it. doing I was, a freestyle and I was gonna use that in my chorus. I love, I love them. I, I, I was, was gonna, I was, out. I was, I was gonna be like, and, and, and at the time, bro, and I was like, I was trading that in. I was on my like Isley Brothers and the stylistics bag. I was on my like. You go through phases. I go through phases, bro. Sometimes mine's day by day, though. I'm in a different mood every day. You know, because it had been a decade. My pops was very cultured in music. Shout out to him for that. You know what I'm saying? He did have like a rock music side, and and I was essentially for like two straight years, I was on like grunge music from the 90s and classic, like, like Beethoven and shit, and fucking like. Soul music, Isaac Brothers, Al Green, Marvin Gaye, Stylistics, The Temptations, like that shit. Like, I was on a whole different wave. And then, I think it was, I remember it was summer, summer 07, I found a CD my brother had bought my dad. It was a Quemini by Outkast. Mm. And... I was starting to really get into my own bag and listening to music, really like exploring his collection. You know what I'm saying? So I listened to a Quemini all the way through, like by myself, and I fell in love with it. And then I fell in love with 90s hip hop, which brought me back to the 2000s hip hop that I could enjoy because at that time, you know what I'm saying? Like Limewire and shit. Okay. Got into the Kanye Lupe bag. Got into the like rapidy hip hop. I'm bringing bars back ass rap. You know what I'm saying? Like 07 through 2011. You know what I'm saying? I was on the like super rapidy rap ass rap 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 shit. And then probably <laughs> like what you say like 2012, 2013. Vento like trap really started to take over, and I think yeah, I that's definitely with Gucci and them. We, we, me and Joe, been making beats since like 2000. What, bro? Like 11? Yeah, our senior year in high school. Yeah. We started making beats. Joe's the one that put me on to like boom bap hip hop. Before that, I was listening to like Southern, like super, like just like Jeezy, Rick Ross, T.I. and all the hits and stuff at the time on the radio because all I had, my first like way to get to music was this little radio. Um, it was like a little MP3, but it just, it caught the radio wave. So I would just listen to the radio all the time. And that's pretty much where my introduction to music, other than through my dad and my parents, was. But um, yeah, Joe really got me into the into the like the, rap rap. the real rap, like you know the New York rap in the '90s. He put me onto all the stuff that I wasn't hearing on the radio because I was in the 2000s. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But, so like, and when I fell back in love with hip hop, it was because of like Wu Tang and Outkast. So you stopped listening because. What was the reason? I just I wasn't a fan of like from gra- from that two year hiatus. Like, what was his reason? Yeah, going back. No, 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 no. Why did he just stop in the first place? Like, uh. and it wasn't like it wasn't necessarily that I stopped. I just wasn't like I, I wasn't looking for it. Just, I didn't 
I didn't care if the if music came. I, I wasn't going to ninety, you know, ninety seven at the time. I wasn't going to ninety five seven at the time. Like I wasn't just gravitating to that. I yeah, because I was gonna say if you if you listen to the radio, it's inevitable. Obviously, but at the time, my uh, my dad my dad used to be a DJ in the eighties, mm-hmm. so he had a big big record collection. So that's what he was playing. And yeah, he had a so I, all my soul shit came from the record collection, and then mm-hmm. he had tapes from the eighties and nineties. So mm-hmm. I was listening to the tapes, and I was playing his CDs. So I, you know, what I'm saying oh oh five oh six, oh four oh five oh six. We're talking like middle school for me. And all, all three of us are the same age. Yeah. So it was middle school. So I had a fucking CD player and I was playing Soundgarden and Met- Metallica and Alice in Chains because my dad had those records. Like he bought them because he liked one song and, and he loved music so much that he would just cop a record because what's what's $14 of musical enjoyment? Like I supported someone and I cop the song I like. And even Bro, if I don't like remember it, when we used to pay like $12 to get a CD full of songs that we might not even like, like half of those songs? Yeah, that shit fucking sucked, but Bro. You, know, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I wasn't so glad we're to, not in those I wasn't, I was a kid, so I wasn't in a car. I went to what school. What was your first CD? What was my first? Like, my first. Mine was, I think it was TI versus TIP. Um, I remember I came back from Vegas and that was waiting for me when I came back. The first album I ever purchased was actually an album I purchased from my dad, which was, it was for me and him, was uh, Called Me by Al Green. And the first. Album I ever purchased for myself was Enter the 36 Chambers by Wu Tang. Yeah. Torture, motherfucker. Torture, what? Nigga, what? what? I fucking, I fucking tie you to a fucking bedpost with your ass cheeks spread out and shit, right? Put a hanger on a fucking stove and let that shit sit there for like a half hour. Take it off and stick it in your ass slow, like. <laughs> yeah, I fucking. <laughs> Yeah, I fucking lay your nuts on a fucking dresser. Just your nuts laying on a fucking dresser and bang them shits with a spike fucking back. The first one I ever bought. And then it was um, Illmatic and then it was uh, Ready to Die. I don't remember actually the first one I paid for, but I know the first one I specifically asked for. Yeah, same. That was mine too. um, Was... So I think it might have been Year the Dog by fucking Bow Wow. <laughs> but I don't remember if I asked for that or if I just got it. But I know oh, yeah, for bro. a fact I asked for the Black Album. <laughs> I know for a fact I asked for that. And and they yeah. they looked at me like I was strange. Because yeah. it's like, you're 10. Why do you want grown-up rap? And I was like... I was like, I don't know the album. Club I'm trying co- to sell these drugs. I, I said the cover looked cool, and then I remember listening to it because we was we used to have these hour and a half commutes to Orlando, and uh, I remember being in the back seat listening to the little Walkman or whatever, and I remember getting emotional at like ten or eleven because I was like, why would somebody? This was me first like getting real exposure to the Hove, other than like hit like records on the radio, like Izzo and shit. But I was like, he's so good at this. Like, why would he quit? Like, this doesn't even make sense. Why would someone that talented stop early? Yeah. He sounds. He sounds like he's he's at his peak. He sounds like he's having fun. These records all sound good. You were concerned with why he was? Yeah, I was at like eleven. You're yeah. like, why? Why would he ever? He sounds like he's he's do, doing this pretty well. And then he came back with Kingdom Come, and I remember uh, at that at that point, I, I, well, how long was oh, that? Six. Three. So I'm three years. So this is three years later. We're eighth grade. Think about ten. The ages would you change from the end of elementary school to almost in high school? Like I felt like I was like damn near an adult at this point. And I remember when he said he was coming back. Like I was so excited. Yeah. Like I was like the nigga that honestly quit. Now he's he's on. He's back. Honestly, I think Kingdom Come might be like. That uh, show me what you got song. That might be like the first Jay Z song I ever heard. What? I'm trying, to, bro. That's when I started listening to music. Was 06 and that was on the radio. So you never, you had never heard Big Pimpin. I don't know. Maybe in like a movie or something. But like, I, I just, I can, I can see that because you wasn't consciously. I wasn't into music like that yeah, until say, well, like middle school. And so that's what, what were you, was, do, what were you listening to before? Skater music. Just like 
What your parents listen to? My mom listened to country, so I hated that. <laughs> my dad was more hey, into hey, like hey, rock. Hey, my mom used to listen to some Garth Brooks. I mean, I got a little respect for some country. Hey, man, like 90s my, country. Man, shout out to my dog Garth Brooks. If you play the dance dog, I will cry when that <laughs> motherfucking song comes on, bro. They can get emotional, bro. They got, you know. But to, back Bitch, to the topic, bro. Uh, my dad listened to rock, a lot of rock. and uh, Yeah, shout out to your pops, man. Um, R.I.P. <laughs> pops. Uh, and then just like I when I I mean I remember preparing like eighty songs on Vice City on like Grand Theft Auto and stuff, and I was like fucking with that shit. But I never like fully got into music until I started listening to uh what was it at the time? What was Wild ninety eight point seven? Yeah, that's what it was. I used to listen to that shit all the time, bro. I heard like I remember I remember late listen late one night I heard Young Jeezy and then what from Trump from Thug Motivation 101. So, I mean, like, I was just exposed through so many, like, random songs. Like, that wasn't even, like, a major hit. And I was hearing that. Right. And, like, Manny <laughs> Fresh and yeah. fucking Kanye yep. and everybody. Yeah. You know And what then I'm I just, like, you know, grew my, older and got like, on and, the and, internet. And I wanted to touch back on me leaving rap for a little while. It was like, my pop, like I said, my pops was a huge, like, you know, he, he, he had something from every genre. So... You never know which version this motherfucker you gonna get, bro. If 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 this motherfucker like he'll all right, bro. He'll get off. He this motherfucker work 13, 14 hour days. He'll drink some Bud Lights or some beer, some Crown Royal, and he'll. By get the way, pass me that Crown Royal. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. Hey, yeah. We yeah, in the shadows. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to us. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shout out now. I love you, dog. Um. So my pops used to like the only time this is gonna be on some like sad emotional, but oh, not really boy. sad emotional shit. Give it to him though. Bro, we but, get drunk. Do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Me and my pops didn't really spend a lot of time together as we got as I got older. You know what I'm saying? My pops was trying to support the family, and my mom, you know what I'm saying, was doing the best that she could. So the really the only time that when as I got older, my dad had really had time for us to be together. Was the time where he was like, I'm trying to get drunk to deal with working 14 hours every day, but also I want to hang with my son. So my uh, like nighttime, even like during the week, during school nights would be like my pops getting shit faced in the front room of the house with the stereo going, being like, come some, spend some time with your pops. And, and how strange was that for you? It. It wasn't because it was normal, dog. So my dad would just be getting, you know, fucked up and and trying to deal with whatever traumas he had and, yeah. and trying to get past whatever. Would y'all he like was talking shit or just listening nah. to music, bro? He would he would just rant about his childhood and about things that you know. What I'm saying it's it's a real real thug ass nigga, bro. Like this, I want to <laughs> get this across, bro. Like I'm I'm with the shits because my pops was with the shits. You feel me? Like this okay. this is a real hardcore military ass nigga. You feel me? Like. Real roughneck motherfucker, like. But he's you know not. In, he was never in the military, though. You, you know what I'm saying? But it's a, it's, a, it's an right? expression. You know, it's yeah. an expression. It's a. My uncle actually had a song called "Hardcore Military," and, really? and yeah, it's a. I, it's I have to find it for Don't you. Just. Nah, I like, didn't know you that. Know, no, he had a song and it got stolen by somebody. He, oh, the okay. publisher got stolen from it. Um, oh no. Yeah, no, it's, it's really shitty. I'll tell off mic. I'll tell you the story. So. Um, you know what I'm saying? My pops was, you know what I'm saying, real roughneck, man. Went to prison when he was like 16, 17 years old. Yarville State Penitentiary. Like, mom didn't want him to come back home when he got out. Like, rough-ass life. Five brothers in a... Five, uh, two brothers and two sisters in the basement. Fucked-up-ass life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, mixed. Mm-hmm. A lot of fucking traumas in your life. So, you know what I'm saying? Trying to be, you know what I'm saying, coming from the area of, you know, of... of uh, uh, Burlington, New Jersey, and, Ph- and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. You know what I'm saying? Like, just nothing but bad around you. You know what I'm saying? Trying to do good. So this this hardcore motherfucker that, that should be a villain is trying to be the good guy. You know what I'm saying? And the only good time that he could have was with his son drunk. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to I want to numb the pain, but I want to be with my kid. So he would put on Funkadelic records. My mom hated them shits. My mom hated Parliament. So the only time this nigga could play it was when she was in her room, passed the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? When she was in their room, just sleep. Which just so happened to be when he was drunk. Yeah, because she didn't want to be around that shit. She had yeah. dealt with it when she was, he was younger. He ain't getting past the shit. 
it is what it is, bro. The black community don't really uh, believe in mental health, and this nigga, it took him especially. To, he was like, it took my pops till he was fifty to accept that I might have some emotional issues, especially then. You know what I'm saying? So like on some real shit, you know what I mean? So like we used Jeez. to sit in the room and whatever mood this motherfucker was feeling, I'm saying, and I'm saying like he had this entertainment center, he had cop, and it, and and no no cap, bro, like four hundred CDs in this motherfucker with like two hundred tape sets. And about 10 milk crates full of records. Just at, at a whim, this nigga will break out any genre of music because he was feeling it, bro. So, like, I never grew up with one particular thing playing at one time. This motherfucker might play some some fucking, some, uh, a tribe called Quest on a fishing trip. And then the next day, this motherfucker is playing Otis Redding all day. And then the next day, this motherfucker is playing Frank Sinatra. And then the next day, this nigga playing Garth Brooks. And then the next day, this nigga playing Parliament. You like, bro, I don't know who you are. Because he didn't really have a style. You know what I'm saying? This motherfucker was just a blend of it all. So, like, I fell away from rap mostly because I just didn't enjoy the sound at the time. Like, I didn't enjoy the beats from any... Any particular you were just vibing region. with your dad. Yeah, I was vibing with my pops, man. It was really like the and, and and sad to say, and we've had the conversation in ourselves, and we had to accept it. Is that as I got older, we grew apart because we didn't have time for each other. You know what I'm saying? Like pops really wasn't there, but he was there. You know what I'm saying? So, so you know, so what I'm quick so question: like, Did that um, is that where the love of music started, or, or yeah, or absolutely. did you or did you just do it because it was your pops? Nah, man, I. My love of music started, man, from a memory that I have, and, and man, it's gonna make me. Man, I might cry, real shit. Um, it was a record. My my mom and dad would be with me. We was living on the south side of St. Pete in this, in this house, and we had just got to Florida. And so this is, but this was yeah, when this, you loved this it. Was, loved this it. was like I was like four years old. And this nigga could do no wrong. You feel me? And um, it was my fucking uh, Ramsey Lewis. It was um. Earth, Wind, and Fire featuring Ramsey Lewis um, and Sunshine, uh, Sunshine Goddess. And um, me and this motherfucker used to sing the lead. Bayo, Bayo. And we used to sing that shit, man. And Pops really, you know what I'm saying? My mom and dad was going at it all the time. And, and we really, you know what I'm saying? Like, life was rough, bro. Like, life was tough. But, like, these moments was really the only times that that I felt like we was a family was my mom just being happy that me and my pops was, you know what I'm saying, singing these songs together and vibing and just ignoring all the fucked up shit that was going on at the time, you know what I mean? All the all the struggles and all the bullshit. And, like, my love of music just comes from, like, early memories of just knowing shit, like, early, from an early age having my own existential crises and understanding that shit ain't sweet, bro. Like, this ain't a fucking fairy tale. From, like, the ages of four and five and understanding, like, Life is fucked up, you know what I'm saying? And like music brought my dad peace and it brought me peace and it's always gonna bring me peace. And I don't really don't know what I would do without music, honestly, you know what I'm saying? Like that shit in a black community, in any community, it's, it's mental health is kinda frowned upon, you know what I'm saying? Like niggas tell you to suck that shit up, you know what I'm saying, toughen up, be a man about it, you know what I'm saying? Like I think a lot of us escape through music, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I don't know, man. I don't know where I'm going with that. I'm sad as fuck. <laughs> but like, I escape through music too, bro. I get you know home saying? from work every day after a long day at work. You know what? The first thing I do is I turn my computer on and I try to sit down and and try to make a a beat. That's what I do. I was say I can't even hold y'all. Like my shit ain't even really deep like that. Like, yeah, I bro, mean, I'm, I can't top that. You, nah, you well, pretty much. I mean, we might just end the podcast soon. <laughs> like, <laughs> mine's is different. Like. What's up? My uh, my shit is not nearly as deep. It's not nearly. Well, is this your uh, your when you found your oh, love for way, music? Nah, a, that's just like m- my life was never really that difficult. I always made jokes. Like I always appreciate people who've had those issues in life. Just because mine was never that hard. Another bro. Mine was always just matching socks that match. That was it for me. So you know what I'm saying? Niggas, like, niggas got real issues. I, pre- I appreciate it. And, and so me, I just try to be as thoughtful as possible. So I've spent a lot of time thinking about it because my shit was never, ever, ever, ever stressful. Ever stressful. So as long as I was keeping my grades right, it's not like my people were rich or nothing, but yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? My, if my shit was right, then everything was good <laughs> for Man, me. I gotta so. go on another motherfucking rant, dog. Shit wasn't sweet, bro. Shit wasn't mother. <laughs> I gotta get this on my motherfucking chest, bro. There's more shit pain. wasn't motherfucking sweet, bro. I was in a motherfucking mechanic shop sweeping, sweeping floors, cleaning up oil spills, breaking out transmissions from the age of eight. I worked every motherfucking day since the age of eight. After I got off school, my ass was in that motherfucking shop. Cleaning some shit, breaking some shit down, or doing something. Peaking. Every motherfucking day. Child labor. Nah, hey, real. <laughs> nigga would have laughed at me if I'd have said some shit like that, bro. But hey, man, it made me the man that I am today. You know what I'm saying? Shout out. Motherfucking working in, a, working in a motherfucking factory, picking up steel plates at the age like of 11 it's years old. Now niggas want to wonder, wonder why I can pick a grand piano up. Me and another motherfucker, I'll pick a grand piano up like it ain't nothing, bro. Because it ain't shit. Because I've been doing this, bro. Manual labor ain't shit. I was having to help this motherfucking family survive from a young age, man. And that's real, bro. That's real. I don't even know why I'm saying that, but it's fucking real. Let them know, like, bro. Life Let them fucking know. real, bro. Like, motherfucker, a lot of motherfuckers trying to come up with this backstory of fucking, of struggle and hardship. Niggas don't know shit, bro. You only saying that shit because you can rap about the shit. You ain't got no real fucking struggles in your life. You ain't never dealt with no shit. I ain't even putting no names on that shit. But you motherfuckers know who you are. You ain't fucking shit. A lot of motherfuckers ain't about shit, bro. I gotta say that a lot of motherfuckers ain't got no morals, ain't got no code, ain't got nothing, bro. It ain't about shit. A lot of motherfuckers, big cap, big cap. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if y'all ever interact with motherfuckers. Maybe it's just me. What's that? It's a lot of motherfuckers that ain't they ain't got no heart. They ain't got no drive. Bro, they ain't got know, no soul. They ain't got no motivation. Can I take no, this podcast on a tangent? Yeah, my niggas, they take right, it on bro. a motherfucking tangent. You know who got a lot of heart? Who? Florida rappers, bro. Let me let me talk about Florida rappers because you know that's hey, my this motherfucking love. If you a Florida rapper, bro, he is bro, a fan. Send me your fucking SoundCloud. Send me <laughs> and put your Vento Van Gogh. I'm on Instagram. I'm on everything but Twitter. I mean, you pussy for that. I I just don't. Uh, one day maybe. I don't know. But anyway, uh, I just wanted to point out like Florida rap motherfuckers got heart. A uh, Rod Wave dropped the tape today. Also, a uh, lesser-known artist named Gank Gank dropped the tape today. I knew you was gonna bring Gank Gank up, bro. They Never they're kind of similar in styles because they just sing from the heart, and that's what a lot that, of people you know be, hey, they man. take a lot from NBA wow. YoungBoy, honestly. But um, put that uh what but that uh, Rob a lot Wade of song with uh, Lil Durk on in here. Was that now, the Rod Wave song with Lil Durk okay. right now? I think uh, a major genre that nowadays we're seeing a lot being taken from is blues. I think blues is kind of incorporated into rap because everybody's um, everybody's singing and everybody's talking about pain and struggle. Everybody's oppressed. Yeah, whether it's real or it's not, people are. I think that's a it's kind of like a different wave, kind of. Yeah. To be taken from the blues, it kind of is. This weed hit. <laughs> oh goodness! It hits extra when you're oppressed. Yeah. Sorry guys, I don't have no uh, no story like that. I don't. Same man. I just I'm um was working at 14, not eight. Nah man. Hey, and look man, and I'm not even saying that shit on some like woe is me ass shit, bro. It's just like when motherfuckers like even like I, so you know I move I move furniture, bro. And like some days you're gonna get some sweet shit. You're gonna get a nice, uh, fine ass woman from Davis Island, and she ain't really got nothing big. She's fine as fuck, and you're gonna have a nice Oof. day. And then some days you're gonna get these big ass mansion pieces and this little ass house with these tight ass stairs, and your ass gonna have to deal with that shit, bro. And niggas be bitching and moaning, bro. Suck it the fuck up and deal with that shit, bro. Is you gonna do it or is you not gonna do it, bro? What are you talking about? Is you like about life, like in general, bro? Is you about it or is you not? Like, what are you about? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes like, I question that with myself every day. Like, do you have some heart? Or do you, like, like? all right, Future said, do you got the heart to kill a nigga, right? Does any, will anybody kill a nigga, right? Okay, do you even have the heart to just do some shit you don't want to do, bro? Do you have the heart to do some shit that you know you don't? Like, you, you have no business doing, but you got to do it anyway. Like cleaning pools. Yeah, bro, like picking up, again, a That's grand fucking piano. Days. Or lifting up a fucking 250-pound couch over your head. Because you know it's a it's part just, of your job, bro. It's just doing it can to get do by it? for now, bro. Yeah, can you, like, can you provide? Can you do the things that you need to do? Hopefully like, one day this music shit pays off and we can 
not have to worry about Bro, this menial ass to, shit. This everyday bullshit life. So I can put my thumb in white women's butts and, and just, just be rude all the time. Bro, to- to- <laughs> totally unrelated. Um, but Rich the Kid and uh, Trippy Red are going live tonight on the IG battle. For what? <laughs> I don't want to hear about that. <laughs> For fucking what? I saw that and I'm like. Man, huh? That's that reminds me of Dave Chappelle. Man, who gives a fuck about <laughs> what the fuck Ja Rule got to say? It's well, it's real, man. Who gives it's a fuck about Trippy Red and Rich the Kid. That shit's happening, man. Real, real rap TV underscore lit. It's fucking lit. I want to like Trippy Red, but I just can't, bro. Red, like I tried. He sounds too much like Uzi. For he's me. like and he's very just, like and he's not emo good. and whiny sounding to me, but he's not he's not good Uzi. Like he's fake Uzi. Yeah. Like, nah, nah, I'm good off yeah. the. Ch- he definitely he's from, steals he's from, his he's style from Ohio. too. Yeah, I was actually out in India when I was in Indiana. The town, the oh, the the closest Ohio town to me was where he's from. Really, I don't even know the name of it, but I know that. Yeah, he's very close. Yeah. Geographical it's, it's, mass. It's crazy. Really. It's crazy how so. it's crazy how close all those states are. So when I was a kid. when I was in Chicago, I was like, damn, these states are really right here: Milwaukee, Indiana, like. Yeah, nigga, it ain't Florida. No. Florida, you gotta yeah, go straight yeah. up, yeah, not like Florida. ninety, like not ninety, man. That's yeah, not even four really hours. Four hours till yeah, you get out the state. Four hours up till you get out the state. Yeah, four, four hours. Hey, four I hours couldn't imagine being in Miami, in fucking Tennessee. Four hours when you get out of Florida will it take is? you through Georgia, South Carolina to North Carolina. In four hours. Uh, um. Oh, totally unrelated. I'll get this off. Um, since we're you know we wrapping up soon. Um, niggas got emotional. I got I got a project coming. What's yeah. it called, bro? Uh, other side of the pillow. Um, Ooh, that's my favorite pillow. I um, it's it's some it's some records. It's some maybe y'all can use it if y'all want to you know make a beat or make a song or whatever. But just giving you free shit. Um, I'm getting my feet wet again, so uh, I'm gonna be finding a bunch of people to put music to. Uh, if you guys need records. Um, I'm finding y'all though, so y'all don't even gotta really find me. If y'all need a record, y'all know where I'm at. You and, know what? And I, I'm thinking gonna, about hurt my feelings if you don't put nothing in on this uh, to be the turn project. I think I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna drop every month. Um, where can everybody be in the projects? I'm sorry, I'm still ready to do that. Oh, I think I'm they dropping. Know about it. Dropping every month, so just just sit sit tight, man. It's a, it's a record coming. It's a it's a tape coming every month. It's easy to put a few, you know, five Tape to seven, every month? five to seven beats together. Nothing too crazy. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, no, do, that makes sense. You do yeah, what you okay. do, what you can, do what you will. Um, anticipate that making beats for you, for myself, like what? not for me to or, make music, but just just to put out, just to fuck. Nah, you don't want to rap. Nah, it ain't. It ain't he definitely. It's definitely not that. I just, bars. I just want, I just want y'all to remember. There was some records I did, and and niggas, niggas that know they know. But I'm going to really let niggas know, like, again, again, for real, for real, what's going on. So, um, yeah, man, music's coming. I'm sitting at home anyways. I ain't doing shit. I, I did a little bit of work this week. <laughs> they still paying me, so shout out I've to the... your buildings. Shout like, out to the new employer. Day, oh, really? I'm I can't wait till I'm out that bitch. I cannot wait. I paid rent today. I was not happy. I'm paying rent tomorrow. <laughs> no, I'm I th- your, your job building. Oh, Commerce Big. Park? The big bitch, beautiful. That big bitch. Yeah, they just they just were labeled the number one company to work for in the city of Tampa. I'll be working there for them. Watch me over there. Uh, yo, you know you was moving right over there when Tom Brady was moving in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was right up right up the road, I guess. Yeah, I seen him. Did the trucks? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thirty thousand square feet house. Mm-hmm. That his buddy I just did work him. on an eight thousand square foot home. I, I, there's no ever real reason to have a house that large. Bro, okay, so 8,000 square feet, this bitch had eight bathrooms, and all bathrooms had a fucking, uh, eight, eight bedrooms with a bathroom attached to it. That makes no sense. With a fucking garage and a, a basement. Like a literal basement in Florida. How do you have a basement in Davis Island? Bitch, it was on Treasure Island, though. So it and must have, it was built up? 
It was like so, so when you like, entered the house was on the top on the second so floor. Like you entered, you so you walked up. So the garages were on like one to the left, one to the right, and you walked up the stairs, and then they turned, and then you go into the building. And you could either take the stairs to the right, which goes to the first floor, yeah. or you take the stairs to the left, which goes to what's classified as a basement. Yeah, but it's really above an attachment of the the garage. Yeah, but it's a what would be considered it's a glorified. Basement. It's glorified cross base. But no, it was, but it was, it had a fucking, they had arcade machines in there, bro. They had a fucking Tetris and Centipede and uh, Pac-Man in that bitch. Just to put y'all in perspective, about 8,000 square feet. So I'm moving into a home that is 1,700 square feet. And that is a, it is, it is a really decent sized house. I'm looking for apartments that are like... 800 square feet. Like, yeah. I'm so, one person. Like. So a tenth, so a tenth of that <laughs> yeah. size yeah, it, yeah, uh, seventeen hundred. You could put about four of mines in that bitch house, and then they downsize from that to a six thousand square foot, and which went, is still everything's way too. just so tight in here. And I was like, "The fuck, like, it's, no, what the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, you get lost in that bitch. So yeah, man. Um, records for you guys. You guys dropping anything anytime soon? I know I'm you're. Trying I know you're to, working music. I'm like boom gang this microphone. And make my project later tonight. Uh, Ferrari Fuchsia is the title. I have a little like mindset idea of what I want to do. It's just the question is, can I do it? Who knows? Will you be there? Find out on the next episode. People got hey look. Vento ballsy. Hey, niggas got time. <laughs> Vento ballsy. Niggas that's got the third project. <laughs> that's not a porno title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get real childish. Really you, have you, a, you're grabbing the mic. Gonna be on some R and B type shit, some R and B rap type shit. Yeah, yeah. Nah, some uh, futuristic Timbo nah, type shit. I wanna. I got a beat tape. I'm working on Bojack Hendrix. Uh, okay. Cody is the project I want to make, but I just Cody's I the one. I, I feel like I gotta, get, I gotta get issues. real misogynistic on that. Like I got, I gotta tap. Like I, I gotta tap in my, your inner future. I gotta wet my feet first and figure out who I am musically. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm gonna make a lot of like. Drake type party type weekend type songs. They're good records. Type songs. They're good type. They're good records. But I gotta find that one thing that I'm like, nah, this is my thing, and then I gotta build from that thing. Yeah. So the first project to be determined. But I am going to record a song tonight. You know what the fuck, man? Please. I might try to record my shit too, bro. I get I get ideas this, every now and we then. Are, bro, we are drunk and we're drunk. I'm. Nah, Bro, it's the weekend. Y'all got time? Yeah. I, I, see, I don't even know. Every, I gotta go to Fort Myers tomorrow. I'm lucky I still got day, a job. Every day is yesterday, today, and, and tomorrow. Hey, it's so very this grateful. is my formal invite because it's at the very end. Mimi, if you want to come on, if you want to come on, yeah. Chirp us with a random tweet. Hmm. I'm gonna have you as a guest. Yeah, that'd be I nice. Welcome, dog. We can talk basketball since there's nothing happening. We could talk anything. We could get yeah. your fucking terrible Jokic over Arvita Sabonis. Do you? Jokic? Jokic? Fuck out of here, bro. Arvita Sabonis eating his fucking lunch. Y'all, y'all, are, the, my y'all are the big seven foot guy battle. I, y'all can yeah, have it. Suck my dick. Um, if, it, if there's nothing else, shout, shout out hey, your man. socials, Vento. Vento Van Gogh is pretty much my Instagram, and that's about all Spell I Spell it so people know what that's it is. That's also my SoundCloud, though. Uh, I, sometimes I have a BeatStars. Uh, just you got to pay for that. So when no, when nobody wants to buy my, my dope-ass beats, then yeah. I have to, you know, revoke my membership and then randomly pop back on. So it's more like a pop-up shop. So if you want these fire-ass beats. You heard them. Find me in like six months on BeatStars. V- <laughs> or just hit me up. V- just hit me up. V-, v motherfucking V for victory. E for excellent. N for not about to play these games. T for totally about that action. And O for out of this motherfucking mind. You heard him. Vento. <laughs> Van Gogh. I love you, dog. Uh, we've been friends for a long fucking time. We've bro. been friends for like, for like twelve years now. God damn, forever. That's, that's damn we death do us part. Bitch, we old as fuck. All right, hey, man, before we get up out of here, I'm gonna ask you a really cheesy dad joke because I've had them <laughs> on my mind. Okay, you ready? For, what do you call a dog whose joints hurt? I couldn't tell you. Arthritis. 
I think you grabbed it. I don't know if it even picked you up. Oh my god. Say it again. <laughs> I got a different one. Okay. <laughs> what do you call a medieval dog? King Arthur. They're all with Arf. Alright, did you create these? Yes. <laughs> I'll be the highest fucking work on drives. I'll be just be driving and high that, as fuck and, in and, a big ass truck. And that and explains like, a lot, ladies and gentlemen. I, 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 I was a little confused where he was going with this, but <laughs> I'll be high as fuck with my dog in the truck and I'm just like, yo, I got this joke and I just say it. These is worse than popsicle stick jokes. Yeah, but <laughs> dog, what do you call a, what do you call a dog in a submarine? A subwoofer. Let's get the fuck up out of here. Episode 47. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> See you next week, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>